Hey, it's Johnny Marks. Thank you so much for checking out the Marks in the Morning podcast. Remember, you can listen to myself, Carrie Mack, and JP weekdays from 6 to 10 live on K92.3. Get out of bed. It's time to get your day started. This is Marks in the Morning on K92.3. Can I get a countdown? Three, two, one. Man, I just need another 10 seconds here to finish my social media post before the show starts. <laughs> I am quite literally just putting the caption on a photo. There we go. It's on my story on uh, uh, Instagram. Why? Because Carrie brought in a bunch of chocolate on Monday because of Valentine's Day. It was all half price because it was the day before. Well, as we learned, it wasn't all half price, but that was your intention. So you, you've been giving us, us being uh, me and James, JP, these Lint or Lindor chocolate balls. Yes, truffles, I think. Yeah. So each morning since Monday, there's been wait, one waiting for me when I got in or sometime during the show, Carrie will bring me one. I took yesterday's and I told her, I said, I'm going to save this for Thursday morning so I can put it in my coffee. And I just did. I even waited to brew my coffee till right before the show. So it'd be nice and hot. Melt that. Lit. Look at that. It's melted in there. So thank you. And uh, <laughs> thank you, uh, Garth, for going short on the national anthem. I was still trying to finish my caption. <laughs> All I was trying to do was write the word joy. All oh. right. There we go. The day can only get better from here <laughs> when I start drinking this coffee. Oh, now you're operating at 100 miles per hour, which I love. I love yeah. the energy you're bringing right now. And I also love that you were going Instagram crazy like a 16-year-old girl. 15. 15, okay. The coffee's going, ooh, that chocolate is not dissolved yet. It's a little bitter. All right, uh, Carrie Mack, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, we got a good show today. I think we got an email from a listener a couple days ago. And we're going to get to it today. We wanted to get to it sometime this week because it's a it's kind of a pressing issue. So that's coming up later on in the show. We kind of teased it yesterday and I uh, wanted to make sure she was aware so she could listen. We also have uh, some more goodies for you, including a chance to win tickets to see Lee Bryce. This morning, we'll give away more tickets. His show is at the Five Flag Center in Dubuque on the 13th of March, which is now less than a month away. February is going so fast. Only one more full week left after this. Um, and so that's coming up later on in the show today, too. Yeah, Lee Bryce tickets. Wouldn't that be nice? Lee Bryce, nice. They rhyme. Almost the weekend. We're at uh, what I call Friday Junior. We're almost to the last. Oh, no, actually, it's not the last weekend in uh, February, is it? The month will end on a Sunday next week. I didn't realize that. 28 days really throws me off. It's kind of weird. It's like, well, there's still one, two, three, four, five full weeks in the month. But there is something weird about the end of the month. You just feel like, whoop, and we're done. I have a bad feeling that we are going to have some really high utility bills in March for oh. February. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say something like awful and dreadful. I was getting very That's nervous. dreadful. Like there will be a swarm of locusts <laughs> that will come through. No, but that makes sense with the heat. Uh, everyone pushing their heat up. It makes sense right now. All the Iowa utilities that exist here in the Cedar Valley, and there's, I think, three they've all encouraged customers to do their best to save on not only natural gas, but on energy where they can. For example, if you have a gas fireplace like my wife and I do, the CFU, Cedar Falls Utility, said, please don't you know, leave it off. And we have, we have, we have one cat that's really grumpy about it. His little bed is right in front of the fireplace and he looks at it. He just stares at it. When it's on, he sits in front of it and falls asleep. When it's off, he stares at it. Like, <laughs> come on, I will you to turn on. And he knows the click sound it makes when we turn it on. So if he's not in the vicinity, he'll come running over and then sit in front of it. Oh, that's so he's cute. grumpy. Yeah. Is that your favorite one? Yeah, that's little Morris. He's, okay. He's the smart one. Uh, the other cats don't seem to care that there's this really nice glowing warm thing that they can't even 
hurt themselves with because they can't touch it. There's, you know, a screen in front of it. It's mostly to protect the humans. But anyways, it's been off. Uh, we'll turn it on tomorrow because the CFU said wait till at least Friday. Why Friday? Well, it's going to get significantly warmer. Uh, even today will be a lot warmer, but tomorrow significantly warmer. But yeah, I think March, whenever you get your utility bill in March and maybe your month is broken up where it's like 15 days into the month before they generate it, whatever. When February's all said and done and really in the books, it's going to be an expensive utility bill. Oh, heck yeah. Now, old Carrie Mack over here doesn't get a utility bill. So she's like, bring it on, baby. <laughs> Let's turn on the heat all the way up. Um, yeah, I, that's one of the joys of living in a rented space that's really yeah. not yours. The extremes are really hard on your utility bill. In the summer, it's just as bad. You get that AC going. And if you have central air, it's even worse if you have window units throughout the house. But if you have central air, you got to fire that puppy up and it works really hard to cool the house down. The way a furnace works really hard to heat the house in the winter. It also puts a lot of stress on the power grid. So in the summertime, in the extreme temperatures, you'll get the same kind of warning. Like, hey, you know, hospitals need the electricity, blah, 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 and turn it down. And so I'm sure we'll get that in about six months. But for now, it's the extreme cold. But we're coming out of it, so that's good news. And when that utility bill comes, just have a nice tall glass of wine before you open it or a couple beers. And it won't be so bad until you sober <laughs> up. Then it'll be terrible. All right, coming up, random facts. Iowans and winter driving. 73% of us are scared to drive in the winter because of this. I'm going to tell you more. I'll give you some stats on winter driving here in Iowa and how we really feel about it coming up. On Mark's Just how much do we dislike driving in the winter? Well, 73% of us are scared to drive on snow and ice. Now, I'm surprised it's not 100%. Maybe some people just are afraid to admit that they're a little frightened by it. But on average, I think here in Iowa, we do a lot better than other states. We have a lot more snow and ice, and we've had a couple of really bad incidents this year. We had a couple of big pileups, and sadly, people do lose their lives every year. But we also get a lot more of the white stuff and the ice than other states. So we kind of make up for it. This is probably the most obvious question with the answer just biting you right off the bat here. But Carrie Mack, men or women, who are more likely to say they're intimidated to drive on snow and ice? I want to say men, but I know it's women because we're smarter and we know the consequences (laughs) of our actions. No, 23% of women said they're not confident. Only 8% of men said they're not confident to drive on snow and ice. So there you go. Over half of us have gotten stuck in the snow before while driving. I have. I've gotten stuck several times. My first radio job, I went out to interview in January or February. I know I started in March, but I think I went out in January or February and I got stuck on my way to the radio station. This will date me, but there were no smartphones and there was no GPS on my car. So about a day or two before driving out to Wisconsin, I was living in Minnesota at the time. So it was an area I'd never been. I printed off maps from like MapQuest and they led me to the radio station's tower site as opposed to the radio station's building if you've you know when you listen to the radio we're here in downtown waterloo our tower is in old wine so picture that you know if i had gone out to old wine is a bad example cuz it wasn't here but you get the idea so i went out to the tower site which is never maintained very well the tower sites are but the road there was not so i got stuck mm. and i had to call him and i said i'm at uh, you know blah 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 address and they're like you're at the tower <laughs> should have known right there it was going to be a lousy job but anyway i got out of it have you ever gotten stuck? Uh, no, but yesterday I actually went shopping before I met you for beers after yeah, work. Yeah, and sunshine. <laughs> beers and sunshine. <laughs> there was no sunshine. No. I was entering like the Best Buy uh, 
like vicinity. Yeah, you went to the one. Uh, the, well, obviously, we only have the one here in the Cedar Valley, but uh, yeah. you went to Best Buy. And I saw like a truck like in this giant embankment of snow. And it oh, wasn't no. like we were on the side of the road. It was in the parking lot. Oh, no. There was so much snow piled up. And I saw this one guy trying to get out. And he was just like stuck in there. He probably took a really sharp turn when he was exiting. And this other guy was like kind of trying to dig him out, but like half-heartedly. He wasn't trying his best because he was like, this isn't my car. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for him. It, well, unless he just was stupid and drove right into it. It, it kind of looked like he did. Yeah. What do you do? Do you, do you know what to do if you start skidding on ice while you're driving? Do you know the protocol? A lot of people don't do this right. Well, I'll give you options. Do you? Yes. You're obviously, when you drive, you accelerate. So if you start to slid, skid rather, do you accelerate or take your vehicle, uh, slow yourself down by not accelerating? I don't accelerate. Yeah, that's you obvious. don't accelerate. Right. Yeah. A lot of people will brake too. Oh, no, you just have, I just let go of the gas and I yeah. try to slow down. You, you, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. And you kind of have to turn into the skin. Yeah. And it seems so counter, like, it, you can't fault somebody for not because our instincts would not tell us, hey, I'm going the way I don't want to go. I'm sliding. I'm just going to embrace it. You know, nobody thinks like that. I know I don't. Mm-hmm. But that's the right way to do it. And if you still don't have control of your vehicle, then you're supposed to very, very, very gently brake, you know. Winter is crazy because if you're going to turn, let's say you're going to turn left, uh, I don't know, on Rainbow, you're going to turn onto Victory or something from Rainbow, you really have to plan that turn way in advance. Mm-hmm. You have to slow down way in advance. There could be oncoming traffic. You have to, anyway, let's move on. It's Marks in the Morning. We'll be back with uh, news, weather, and music. We've got uh, Rascal Flats. Plus, it's a throwback Thursday. I'll give you the throwback Thursday throwdown options, the songs we pick coming up. I'm it's Marks in the Morning. Intelligence. Yeah. Aptitude. Um, where's my thesaurus? Ah, perseverance. This is Kerry's Corner on Marks in the Morning. I've been doing this for most of February now, and I still don't know what perseverance means, but it's Kerry's Corner. It's her word of the day. And what is our word this morning, Kerry Mack? The word of the day is gentacular. Wow, there's a lot going on there. Gen, like G E N, tacular, like. No. Spectacular. No? No. J-E-N, like Jennifer. (laughs) Jennifer Tacular. Gentacular. If you're a Jennifer, just say that you're having a gentacular day today. Yeah, you always are. What does the... Well, let's use it in a sentence, Carrie Mack, and I'll see if if I can figure this one out. Yep. I went for a post-gentacular run to burn off the calories from all those pancakes I ate. Uh, you went for a what, gentacular? Post- I went for a post-gentacular uh, run to burn off the calories from all those pancakes I ate. What do you say? It's like after the fact. Oh. Yeah. No. 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 Give it to me. There it is. It, what, what does it mean? It's an adjective meaning of or pertaining to a breakfast taken early in the morning what? or immediately on getting up. You picked a food word and I completely blew it. I thought that the food reference was to indicate that the person... Went for the jog after... Okay. Gentacular. Can you spell it again? Or the the whole word? J-E-N-T-A-C-U-L-A-R. So it's spectacular with a gen in front of it. (laughs) Yes. And it means nothing the same as spectacular. No. Okay. Well, that one's going to go right out the other ear. I'm sorry, Carrie (laughs) Mack. But if I run into a Jennifer, it'll trigger it in my head that gentacular relates to food and breakfast. Well, I'm going to go have one. Gentacular breakfast. And we'll be back with Nashville News coming up in just a little bit. As always, you can get Nashville News 24-7 on the K92.3 app. Drive safe. We got just enough of that nuisance snow yesterday. 
Then it could prove to be a little bit difficult. We got a message from a K-Country listener on our app that said, drive safe, slid a little bit on Ainsboro. Didn't say where, uh, uh, and that's fine if you're driving. Please don't message again until you're not. But I'd love to know where, like what the cross street was there, what the area was. Ainsboro's a big, long road. But uh, drive safe, nevertheless. Could be slick in spots. And uh, sometimes that tiny little nuisance snow, not even enough to shovel, can be the worst for driving. Or, you know, walking, too, if you trip. So be careful. All right, Carrie Mack and I are, um, we're here together on the show. And from time to time, I will learn something about her just through discussion here on the radio. And uh, one such moment will be right now because it is cold. It's winter time, And I was just thinking about this last night. You and I met for beers. And I, I went home. You went, you're, you know, to wherever you live. <laughs> <laughs> that, hole in the, that hole in the wall? You That's where a, I am right now. You live now. in a hotel. I envy that. <laughs> But when I got home, I was uh, batching it up last night because my wife's still uh, at the farm and I could watch whatever I wanted. So I turned on the uh, WWE Network and watched some old wrestling. And it occurred to me that if it were me at this age, but 20 years ago, that would not be an option. Mm. Remember on a night where you had nothing to do, you'd go to a video store. Now, I don't know if you remember. This is I'm talking to our listeners here. You would have to go to a video store, make an extra stop. On a nasty night or in the, you know, kind of snowy whatever. And yesterday wasn't bad, but you get the idea. It was uh, an inconvenience and maybe you wouldn't. You'd skip it. You'd go home and do nothing. <laughs> have to rely on whatever was on TV that night. And I was thinking, like, I was watching wrestling from, you know, the 90s last night and having a great old time. And then I thought, man, what would have happened 20 years ago? So do you remember in your lifetime, you know, before Netflix and, and all that, did you guys have trips to the video store? Or is that really pre Carrie Mack? I love how you say in your lifetime, like you well, think I'm that young. I'm not I'm not an infant, Johnny. I remember you, going to the video store. I bet you don't remember a time before the Internet, though. No, I mean, yes, we we have we've always had a computer in my house. But I remember so clearly going to the video store okay. every single Friday and picking up the same two VHS tapes. Oh, you had VHS even. Yes. Okay. Uh, what was uh, what were the movies? Uh, Thumbelina, if anyone remembers that, <laughs> yeah, Johnny, yeah. I know that's your favorite. Oh yeah, and yeah. probably maybe the Swan Princess, if anyone remembers that gem. I don't remember that one. I definitely remember Thumbelina. That was a cartoon, wasn't it? Yeah, they were both cartoons. Oh, were they? Yeah, I she- love them so much. I would watch them so often that the VHS. Uh, Rewinder thing? I don't know if you, you had a those. rewinder. Yes, I did. Of course, I remember those. We didn't have one. There was a separate <laughs> machine for anybody who doesn't know. So you'd go to the video store, and, and whether it was Blockbuster or whatever video store it was, it always say, "Be kind, please rewind." Mm-hmm. And so when the movie was done, you would have to sit for forty-five minutes while it rewound. It wasn't and, forty-five minutes. I know. Mine was like four minutes, and I mine would always pop up because I watched so many VHS tapes, so I had to keep my hand there for a few minutes. I'd be talking to my mom in the kitchen and be like, Mom, I love Thumbelina. It's one of my favorite movies. Can we rent it again next week? And she'd be like, geez, Louise, we've seen it every single Friday. Why did they just buy it? It would have saved money. We don't know. Okay. <laughs> I think you couldn't find it because it was like a late or early, early 90s movie, and you could just never find it in the stores anymore. You could only find it yeah. at one of those... Oh, random VHS video stores. Or like Best Buy would have their $5 bin. They still probably do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but that's DVDs now. That's crazy. You had a VHS rewinder. Yes. VHS rewinder <laughs> is something that you would never see in 2021 anywhere. There probably is somebody still out there that watches VHS tapes, but I can always guarantee you they just suck it up and let the machine rewind it. 
I never understood that. Your VCR has the function to rewind. Why do you need a separate machine that probably costs 50, 60 bucks to just do one thing? What a waste. Well, if you have one of those like double features like Titanic, do you remember how long that movie was? Oh, yeah, it came on two VHS tapes. <laughs> so, you like, while you were watching like Jack, like, uh, give up croak. his spot. Yeah, <laughs> about to croak. You can just like rewind the movie so you can uh, get ready to return it in the morning after church or something. You know, I hadn't even given that any thought, but you're right. There are a lot of VHSs that were so, the movies were so long, like Titanic. I think uh, Schindler's List was another one. Oh, we, yeah. We, had to watch it, we watched it in school, and it would stop. And it would tell you to insert the second tape. I never even thought of that. Also, wasn't it always at the worst possible point in the movie? Oh, yeah. There would always be a giant cliffhanger. It's like when you watch a TV shows on, yeah. TV shows on Netflix and they end it. Uh, end they go to commercial. Yeah. yeah. Well, not at a commercial. Oh, you mean they, like it's over? Yeah. yeah, it's over for the season. But that's wild, isn't it? Yeah. You know what? I had a friend who worked at, we had a blockbuster right in the town I grew up in and uh, moved in when we were all in elementary or middle school. So by the time we hit high school, it was a popular place to work. I had a friend who worked at the Blockbuster in town, and he told me once, I, I remember asking him, what happens if you don't rewind? Do they put something on your account? He goes, oh, no, we've got three or four rewinders in the store. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> I was like, I, it's a fraud. Be kind. Please rewind. They, they have a guy, that's his job. He just pops it in and lets it roll. This has happened to me a few times. Well, not anymore because VHSs are obsolete. But uh, I remember renting a movie and it had just gone to tape. So I hadn't seen it in theaters before. And it started up halfway through because they like, I think they were just careless and only uh, rewinded uh, half the way. And it was at a very important plot point. Oh, no, so it, you, you pop it in and you just turn it on and all of a sudden something's happening that you haven't been caught up on yet. Yeah. And it's ruining the movie. How long did it take you to realize, uh-oh, this isn't the start of this thing? Well, I'm trying to think. It's like if I was watching The Sixth Sense, and spoiler, uh, you find yeah. out that Bruce Willis has He's been dead not, the entire yeah, time, yeah. and you're like, what is going on? Well, that would really ruin that movie. Yeah. Be, the whole time you'd watch it, you'd be, yeah. Pretty much every M. Night Shyamalan movie would be ruined <laughs> if somebody just started the tape at the wrong spot. Yeah. Well, then that person at Blockbuster or whatever should have been fired, because my buddy said that, that they, you'd drop it in the little thing or whatever, the little slot, and somebody would open it, and if it wasn't rewound, they'd throw it in one of their rewinding machines and move on with their lives. Mine was a small mom-and-pop uh, VHS uh, store, so they, they we didn't have a blockbuster. We no, weren't some of those big yeah. city folk. No, but Carrie Mack was. She's got herself a VHS rewinder. When DVDs came along with the greatest thing, and DVDs are still around. I know a lot of people have Blu-ray, but it's just an enhanced version. But when DVDs came around, it was the coolest thing because all of a sudden you had <gasps> special features. Oh, don't get me started. When you get that second disc, you know it's all uh -huh. over. Were you a fan of movie commentaries? Like, okay, we've got the director sitting in and the producer and the guy whose foot briefly makes an appearance. And <laughs> there's a guy who shaved that morning, so they threw him on there. You know, they'll get like 15 people to sit in a room and watch the movie, and they'll talk about it. But it's essentially 90 minutes to or longer of just people talking about the movie. I really enjoyed it. It also depended on the movie. If it was a movie I'd seen a million times, I would definitely want the director's commentary, yeah. I remember. I love director's commentary. But one of my least favorite parts is when they would be quiet for like maybe five minutes. And then like ben, Aff <laughs> ben Affleck randomly comes in. And he's like, yeah, so I didn't shave that day. Fun yeah. fact. And see, the worst, the worst director's commentary I ever heard was on Star Wars. You could tell <laughs> that it was uh, like they must have done 
they had like three or four different people. I can't remember them all. And somebody's job must have been to put it together. They weren't actually watching in real time. They had done all their commentary, all these different people, and somebody pieced it together. So they'd just randomly be bantered and it would just stop. Uh, they didn't talk through the movie. It was like pre-produced and then shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. And I, I bought the special edition. And I was so excited. I'm like, I can't do three movies of this. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that that was a rabbit hole. But I, you know, <laughs> It was a very rabbit hole. Let's rewind this conversation. Be kind. Please rewind. I bet there's kids that'll grow up not even knowing what rewind is. Oh no. Because you don't know, rewind a DVD. I never did. I always returned my DVDs unrewound. I feel like that was the uh the pit of our culture when we stopped rewinding because now we just don't care about what other people uh <laughs> other people's experiences. It's like not returning the shopping cart at the grocery you just store. Just leave it in the parking lot right in the middle. Yeah, at a random parking spot. I can't get in. Whatever. Yeah. All right, well, it's Mark's in the morning. It's K92.3, and now I am, uh, I don't feel quite as old, so thank you. <laughs> the bougie over here with her VHS rewinder. Thank you so much for checking us out. I hope you're having a wonderful morning so far. We're looking at a uh, much warmer day, uh, high about 18 degrees. We'll say just around 20. How's that? Uh, Friday, about the same. And then the weekend, we'll be off to the races with much warmer weather, but a chance for snow. Uh, all right, so... One of the big announcements here, it wasn't like an official announcement, but one of the big news grabbers from the other day, soft news for sure, was that uh, former pro wrestler Dwayne The Rock Johnson is at least entertaining the idea of one day running for political office. And when I mean, I don't, I don't mean like Congress, Senate, or City Council, I mean President. The Rock says, can you imagine? Oh my gosh. Him walking down, you know, and... He's got Secret Service and he's bigger than all of them. And uh-huh. somebody starts shooting at him. He just puts his hand up to stop the bullet and then walks <laughs> over and bends the gun in half. Hey, he's, that wouldn't happen. He's mad at an ambassador. So he just like slams him on the table like he did back <laughs> in wrestling. What's his I, signature move? He had the rock bottom. Oh. the people's elbow, which would be hilarious to watch him do to somebody <laughs> in the White House. But... Yeah, the rock press bottom. secretary, bam. Yeah, the press slam secretary. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it would be kind of funny if he were to run for president. He's got a new show coming on TV. He's probably doing all he can to get PR. If, mm-hmm. if you want to be honest, I don't really know that he's serious about it. But it got me thinking, who would be from the world of entertainment, even country singer, who would be a good president? That is a celebrity. I am one of those people. I don't like when celebrities open their mouth about politics because I feel like they usually don't know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't do anything for me. But when they actually put their money where their mouth is and run for something, it's not always present. We've had a lot of celebrities. Obviously, Ronald Reagan was probably the best known celebrity president. But we've had a lot of celebrities like Sonny and Cher. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sonny Bono was a U.S. senator, right? Are you laughing? I mean, he... He was also the mayor of a, a town in Florida. I know yes, that. Yes, he was. Uh, I think that's where he started before yeah. he became a senator. Jesse the Body Ventura was the governor of Minnesota for four regrettable years. Uh, but he was also the mayor of a, I can't remember what town up there, but he was the mayor of a town before he ran for governor. It happens. So we're jumping to the top of the chain here by talking about president. But who would you like to see? Or you'd at least think in fantasy world. We don't have to be fully serious here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who would you like to see be celebrity president? Do you have anybody that pops into your head? And, uh, you know, when it comes to country singers, we do have a lot that are very political, so it's not a huge stretch. But what about for you? There is only one answer. Uh Uh-huh. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. President President. Parton. 
You know what? Even if she were to win today, she wouldn't be the oldest president. <laughs> There's that. You're right. You're right. But wouldn't she be such an interesting figure to be the head of state? I know she doesn't want to get into politics and all that she, stuff. But uh, she, ca- she works really hard to stay away from it. Yeah, but she cares so much about like certain issues, women's rights, workers' rights. It's so interesting to see uh, her mind and what she's capable president of. President Pardon. Wouldn't uh, the outfits would be great every time she was to make a speech? She'd be like, "I wonder what she's going to wear today." Yeah, uh, she wouldn't have a casual appearance. <laughs> She'd always be dressed to the nines. Yeah, her bust uh, in the Oval Office. There'd be two of them, <laughs> two really big ones. There would be. <laughs> Dolly Parton's bust fell over again. It must be too top heavy. She doesn't have the support from Congress that uh, she needs. That's good. All right, so you'd go with Dolly Parton. Yeah, I think she's such a cool, unifying figure, which is so important nowadays. Yeah, and kind of rare. Dolly Parton would be a fun president. I don't know about fun, but she would be a, a good choice. Um, I think when you when you talk about political country singers, and I don't know how they would do as president, but, you know, we obviously you get Toby Keith is always very opinionated. Uh, Justin Moore, more recently, I don't know his politics, but I know he's very, very interested in running for something one day. I don't recall him saying... Um, I don't. Maybe he did. I don't recall him giving a, a specific like uh, party that he's affiliated with. But I don't. I don't. He has a podcast. I haven't listened. The right to party is that one of his songs? No, but that'd be a good one. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What do you think? Let us know on Facebook. We got this posted. Uh, Carrie Max said Dolly for president right there on Facebook, and you can add your two cents. What country artist would you want to run for president? Or maybe you know a celebrity of any kind. Be curious to know. Pardon Rock Twenty Four. I would. I, I I have to quit right now because I have to work on their campaign. <laughs> I would love, I would support this wholeheartedly. What a great duo, too. That would be a great buddy cop movie, though. That be, yeah, that would be a really funny movie. You're right. All right, what would uh, what would your pick be or who would your pick be? We'd love to hear from you on Facebook. All right, Marks in the Morning rolls on. Obviously, this week we are giving gender bender a rest because uh, something fell through. We talked about that earlier in the week, but if you didn't hear... Here is mention it. That's why we haven't been playing this week, but it'll be back on Monday. So we'll be back in just a moment with news and weather on Marks in the Morning. Plus, Luke Combs, love ready to play a new game. We haven't played this before. Yes, I'm so excited. You were telling about this. You were telling me about this off air. And yeah, it's called Over Under. So one of us will give a factoid, and you have a one in two chance of getting it right. You have to decide if the actual answer is over or under what is presented in the factoid. So can I go first? Yes, you can. Uh, and we have a few categories to pick from. We have food. We have uh, a Amazing facts, we have numbers, and then we have wacky and weird. And I'm going to go to food first. No surprise there. Okay. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. Uh, over under on the percentage of working adults who skip lunch daily. Oh, man. 15%. It's higher. It's got to be higher than that. 15, you said? 1 5? Yeah, no. 1 5. Higher. You're right. Over. It is? Yay. What is it? Over one in five working adults, 22%, yeah. uh, actually bypass lunch. I would have thought it would have been higher than 22. I would not have been surprised if you said 50 or 60%, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that people are eating. All right. What do you want, Carrie Mack? You have, you have the same category options. Uh, can I have wacky, warped, and weird facts, you please? You sure can. Uh, this is funny, but I can't read it on the air. Give me an, uh, no. find another one. All right. Here we go. Over under on the number of rainy days per year at Mount Walawahi in Hawaii. I might be pronouncing that wrong. 355 amount of days that it's rainy at Mount Walawahi in Hawaii. 355. Under. Yeah, that's kind of a gimme because there's only 365 days in a year. But guess what? It averages 350. 
So it's still most of the days. Oh, geez. Pretty good. I'll have to read you this one off the air. I'm going to put that one aside. Okay. We've got time for another one. Okay. I would love uh, amazing physical phenomenons. Is that the yes, that's, category? Yes. Okay. Uh, over, over under on the average weight in pounds of an adult hippopotamus, 3,200. <laughs> I'm going to say under. No. Oh, no. What is it? The average adult hippo weighs in at over 4,000 pounds. Big deal. Last time I went to Vegas and ate at a buffet, it was way more than that when I left. (laughs) All right. Uh, Um, What category do you want? Can I have uh, fun food facts? You sure can. For 1,000, please, Alex. Oh, geez, Louise. (laughs) Over under on the number of mammals whose milk is used uh, to make edible cheese. 30. Wow. Think about that for a second. Of course, it could be the wrong answer, but over under on the number of mammals whose milk is used to make edible cheese. 30. Under. You're really good at this game. It's not significantly under. If you count cows, it's 24 total. So it would be 23 others besides cows. Wow. That's interesting. Goat and cow are the only two I can name. Um, Sheep milk. Uh, Uh, Is there human milk? uh, (laughs) I mean, not milk, but uh, cheese. Um, I don't think it's widely produced. <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, well, what do we, you want? We, we have time for one more, so this will be the last one. I will go with, um, just because, even though I'm not a numbers guy, let's do the numbers one. I think it's your orange card there. Yes, the orange card. Uh, over under on the number of ridges around the edge of a dime, 125. Uh, that would be over. No, under. Ugh. There are actually 118 ridges on the edge of a dime. Johnny, if you didn't know that. Well, if you could spare two dimes, maybe I'd find out. All right. (laughs) We'll be back on Marks in the Morning with Nashville News. Keep watching your K92.3 app for a bonus gender vendor question. You will get it sent to you in just a few minutes. Uh, Carrie Mack, what uh, what are you doing? Not this weekend. My mom's coming to town this weekend. I'm excited. I haven't seen her in a while. She was supposed to come for the Super Bowl, but then the weather turned on us. Uh, She's also very excited to come down because she got her COVID vaccine. So now she maybe won't sit and eat dinner with a face mask on. You know, oh, those good face for her. shields. Yeah. Anyways, uh, maybe Monday. What are you doing Monday after the show? You want to go on a road trip? Sure. Why not? Green County here in the state of Iowa. Green County is just slightly northwest of Des Moines, our capital. And I didn't realize this thanks to Peter on our K92 3 app. There is a city in the county of Green, Iowa called Scranton. What? Oh, my gosh. And I and Peter sent us a uh, message on the app about uh, two hours ago, and I just saw it, and I apologize for that, Peter. But the he so he sent this, and I Googled it, and sure enough, according to this is their Wikipedia page, Scranton is a city in Greene County, Iowa, United States. The population was 557. Let's make it 559. There you go. Uh, that's as of 2010. It is named after Scranton, Pennsylvania. So this town is not only uh, called Scranton, but it's specifically directly named after your home neck of the woods. Wow. In Scranton, PA. So Scranton, IA, <laughs> is, uh, it's, here's what it's best known for. Scranton is located, blah, 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 Route 30 in the valley of the North Raccoon River. Oh, the North Raccoon so, River. I'm from the South Raccoon River. Yeah, yeah. You're, you Southern Raccoon River folk. Um, so forget the Cedar River, which is right next door to us here. We can go see the Raccoon River, no, the North Raccoon River. Um, the city, listen to this. The city has a total area of 1.88 square miles. <laughs> what? 
It'll take us all day to walk through there. Oh, my gosh. I, I'll get my sneakers. Let's just go all around the circumference of this place. How, how um, surprised are you to hear that there's 500 plus people living in an under two mile radius? That's kind of impressive. That it must be really condensed. It must be an apartment complex or something. It's pretty much just an apartment building. <laughs> I hope uh, there's someone from Scranton listening. That would be really funny. That would be. They're probably horribly offended if they are listening. No, I want to go. I want to see the sign. I want to take a photo in front of the sign now. Oh, this is so cute. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not making this up. No, I'm really excited. Not. What is this? What's going on? ScrantonIowa.com. I kid you not. When you go on there, the very first thing it says, community information coming soon. Fire department coming soon. <laughs> so is it a new, is this a no, new place or no. is this? Oh no. Their website, other than the coming soon, they have photos from the year 1900, the year 1914, the year 1920, the year 1940. Oh, that's the year you were born. Okay. We all know that I was born in 1942. <laughs> um, pretty sweet. Uh, so there you go. Carrie Mack, I just carved out. Forget Monday. This will need a whole weekend for this 1.88 square miles. More like an afternoon. Yes. I just carved out your plans on some random day when you want to drive down to Greene County. Uh, not too far is, is Boone County is right next door to Greene County. Oh, of course. If, Boone County. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I think isn't Fairway from Boone County. Wasn't Fairway started in Boone County? I could be wrong about that. Anyways, uh, you can go on a little Iowa road trip. Probably take you about 90 minutes to get there if the weather cooperates. Uh, but I would go. To Scranton, Iowa. There's a big old welcome sign when you come in. Really? Yeah, there's a picture of it right here on their website. But there's nothing better than the Scranton welcome sign, I have to be honest. Oh! See that? Okay. Actually, it's not big. It's rather small. It looks it looks very nice. I want to take a photo in front of it. That's what I'm saying. And clearly, whoever took this photo for Wikipedia took it in the winter because there's snow all over the place. So, there we go. We just, uh, you want to feel a little more like home without driving... 12 hours to get there. You just drive 90 minutes. We'll get you back to Scranton, Iowa. The electric city. Woo. And well, this Scranton doesn't have electricity yet. So be careful. It's not the electric. Do they churn butter there? (laughs) I don't know. All right. Well, there's another place. We're going to be 92 threes. The Cedar Valley's number one for new country. Carrie Mack is wearing one of her fun hats today. Yes, I I am. I like it. What would you, how would you describe this hat? Um, My favorite. Uh, (laughs) No, I think I would describe it as a sort of. A fedora situation, but not like the early 2000s Justin Timberlake fedoras, but like a really trendy uh, brown fedora. I've got to say, fedora situation sounds like a great name for a band. Okay, (laughs) first and foremost. That should be our band. The fedora situation. Yeah, I I have a hat similar at home that I only wear in the summertime. I give you credit. I can't really, I can pull it off with the right t-shirt or not t-shirt with the right like fancy shirt, but it wouldn't work with a t-shirt. Uh, but, but I have to ask mandatory question when I see somebody in a fedora. Is there a bunny rabbit under there? Oh, Look. my God, there is. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, there you he know. goes. There goes my dinner. <laughs> oh, no, Johnny. <laughs> you don't eat rabbit. I don't. I eat, uh, I eat very well. I can't complain, but rabbit not on the menu. Okay, question for you, Carrie. Before we get started here with, uh, we got an email, a pretty serious email. Uh, from a listener. How can people find you on social media? Like if they want to see your hat and whatnot. So you can see my hat on Instagram at Carrie Mac on the mic, K-E-R-R-I Mac on the mic. And also you can find me on Twitter on K Mac on the mic.
I think the Fedora situation, is that what you said? Yes, the Fedora situation. Not only a great band name, but it should have its own Instagram, which is pictures at the top of your head with the hat on. Maybe I should make an Instagram just for my hats. Yes, and the hat should have a face. And you adjust it. Johnny, I don't have the graphic design skills for this. I don't know what you think about me and my knowledge of that. I think uh, I think we'll work on that sometime. We'll work on that. All right. Uh, do you have that email pulled up there, K-Mac? From yes, I do. I do. You read it if you don't mind. Yeah, I will. Uh, we're not going to give her information because this is a very, this is kind of serious. It could, yeah. Giving her, if somebody knows this story then they're already going to know who she is. Yeah. Because uh, it's a pretty specific situation. But what's going on? Yeah, so this woman writes, I know you both have some experience with adoption, so I thought you guys would be able to give me a fresh perspective on this problem I'm having. I have three children and my oldest daughter is adopted. Her entire life, we've always been honest and open about the fact that this is the way she came into our lives. When her younger siblings were born, we had a conversation about how they might have been born from my tummy, but she was born in my heart, which is kind of similar to how me and... My sister were kind of raised. My mom always talked about how Carrie might be from her tummy, but you're from my heart. And she was the favorite. That's interesting. I was always told I came from a giant stork, but (laughs) yes, I guess that's more specific. Yeah, definitely. I've always made sure to make her feel just as loved as her younger siblings. So it's always been a part of her identity. She's never showed any interest to me about wanting to meet her biological parents. We had a closed adoption, but got some basic information about the birth parents. We know their health history, which includes some drug use. And we know that they live in Iowa. We did one of those DNA ancestry tests for her about a year ago because she was curious about her background. And we found third cousins, too, but no close relatives. The other day, I got a Facebook message from a woman who claims that she is her mother and was insistent on wanting to meet her. She says she went on that same site and found our daughter. My husband and I have talked about helping her find more relatives when she turns 18, but she's only 14. I'd feel bad for not telling her that this woman was co- has contacted us because we've been so open about her adoption story. But I'm still nervous about this woman who still seems to not have her life completely together, have any sort of influence on my daughter. Yeah. Should I tell her that we've been contacted or wait until sh- she turns 18? How old? Maybe I missed it. How old is the daughter now? The daughter is fourteen. Yeah. Okay. That's a hard one. Uh, quick background. Obviously, I have two adopted sisters from China. You have an adopted sister who also came from China, which is kind of kind of crazy that we both have that. With a sibling from another country, they're going to very quickly figure out. Okay, there's you know blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. I I heard the story. I wasn't present at the time, but when my sister, my older sister was very young she would recoil when she heard chinese if if for oh. some reason they were out i think it happened at a chinese restaurant and a couple was speaking chinese either that or the waiter i don't remember the exact story this was years ago she freaked out um and i think they they were very hesitant to get into her adoption because of that now she's much older she's in college and mm-hmm. she's been back to china a couple of times but that's a very different situation so i don't know what would you what are your thoughts i don't know that i have like, great advice on this. Yeah, it's it's really different because we kind of have a very similar situation, you and I. Uh, our sisters, or uh, step half-sisters, stepsisters, in your case, are from another country. So it's pretty, not only obvious that they're not related to us biologically, but it's also tougher for them to be contacted. Yes. Um, this, from reading further into her email, is a completely domestic 
So it really is tough. A similar situation actually happened to a cousin of mine. Um, my cousin is adopted from Russia and she had a brother and they were separated. And we found out years later that he went to another country in Europe and she came here to the States. Mm. Uh, but when she was in her 20s, a TV show crew contacted her and told her that her brother's looking for her and they want to document it all on. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, it's it's literally you can't make this stuff up. So the TV crew broke the news that she had. Did she know she had a brother or she knew because she was around. Uh, oh, she did know. Okay. Yeah, she was older when she got adopted. So she knew she had a brother, but the TV crew broke the news that he was living wherever. Yeah, that he was living. Uh, he actually came to the States to find her. No way. Yeah. With the TV crew. Yeah, with the TV crew. What show? Do you, have you seen the show or did it air internationally? Maybe it wasn't on in the U.S. It was a European show, but we got a copy of it. Yeah. Um, it was wild. Everything was in uh the other language, I have no clue what it was. Does, uh, is she still with uh, in contact with her brother? Yeah, they're friends on Facebook now. Do they, does she plan to go visit him in Europe? Um, I don't know, not but now obviously, yeah, but. not now. But they've vis- he's visited the states a few times. That so. is so crazy. Yeah, I know. But this is a completely strange it, situation. You won't have to leave the country to go visit the. I don't. I I would. It doesn't sound like the parents were at a good place in their life when they gave the child up for adoption. Yeah. The, the birth parents, the current parents, obviously very different. So my instinct would be to say, meet, you know, feel it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard one. And I don't want to give advice and then yeah. have it not Yeah, I totally good. get it. Does that make sense? Yeah. My advice would be to be kind of a sleuth, maybe hire a private detective and look up what the deal of the birth mother or the birth father is right now. See if their lives are, lives are more normal now or yeah. uh, stable. Yeah, because that seems to be the big problem that she knew that there was some drug use or whatever in the past. And she's worried that she, the mom could be a bad influence on her daughter now. I would she, be, yeah, I would be concerned about that. I would, you never know. What if the parents all of a sudden decide, oh, we want this child back, which you can't. Yeah. But you never know. It's a tough one. What do you think? Carrie Mack, do you want to put this on our Facebook page? Yes, it's already up there right now. Look at you, super fast. Uh, But go ahead and let us know. This listener will not reveal the information, but uh, we told them to go check the Facebook page, uh, obviously. So you're essentially talking right to this person and give them advice. It's Mark's in the Morning. You can also tap the message button on the K92.3 app. That will be just fine as well. We'll uh, pass your information along or your thoughts along. And we'll also be back on the show with Dirk Spentley and Sam Hunt coming up. Here's Joanna Thomas's Mark's in the Morning at 8.44. JP is here with us. Good morning, James. Uh, good morning. I'm still trying to warm up. It's I know. It's not too bad out this morning, but it, that walk into the building is still a little chilly. It is It is a little cold, uh, and there was that dusting of snow we got last night, so drive safe. We had a couple reports earlier, probably not so many now, that the uh, roads were a little slick. And you're also wearing a tropical shirt, if I might say so. <laughs> I figured since there's a rumor we might get into the teens today, and maybe this my shirt will help oh. usher in the warmer weather a little bit quicker. Rumors. Rumors. You speak of these rumors. I know. All right, I want to tell you about something here. This is going to sound laughable, and on Facebook, people were making fun of this, but it's true, so I feel like I should tell you. There's a scam right now that is impacting residents of Winnesheek County. Oh. Right, so Decorah would be the big county seat up there, Winnesheek County, in uh, the northern part of the state, northeastern part. 
people are getting a, a call. Residents are complaining. They're getting a call from a alleged drug cartel. <laughs> Whoa. Informing them that if they don't wire some money to the quote-unquote cartel, they will be either arrested or the police will come or whatever. They are posing as either members of the cartel or actually posing as police. Either way, the idea is if you wire the money, you don't get in any trouble. Because that's really logically how things work. Yeah, I don't think the cartel works with police, say, no. unless they're dirty. <laughs> no, right. You know, that's how you see it in the movies. So the Winnipeg County Sheriff's Office put a post up on Facebook and said, look, don't fall for this. Never give any personal information over the phone. We're not going to call you about the cartel. And people on the Facebook page, first of all, got a bajillion shares, which is great. And people are just making fun of anybody who falls for it, which... <laughs> Understandably, you know, it's easy to laugh, but there are people that maybe would be susceptible. Um, and it depends how convincing the person on the other line is, too, I suppose. Because of all places, Winnesheet County is a hot pot for cartel work. <laughs> oh, you know, Decora, the Nordic <laughs> Fest up there. How do you think they fund that, right? Yeah, I didn't know the Norwegians worked with the cartel. No. And somehow, <laughs> our very own Carrie Mack got caught up in this. Yeah, this, no. isn't, this isn't funny, JP. Oh, sorry, I was wondering why I'm laughing. You're just dead stone look at me. Yeah. I believed it at the beginning, but then towards the end, I finally figured it out. Well, do you want to hear it? We have. Carrie Mack was in the studio when the call came in. And uh, she, you know, like every other call we get, was recorded. Do you want to hear Carrie's call? I, with the I want to hear this. All right, let's take a listen here. <laughs> this is uh, from Carrie's call the other day. Hello? Hello. Is this job? Carrie? Uh, yes, this is she. Who are you? Hello, Carrie. I am calling from, uh, I think you know where. I'm calling from the cartel. <laughs> I, uh, I need you to do uh, do me a little favor. Mm. Otherwise, I got some bad news for you. The FBI is going to be all over you. Mm. Why? Is this because I stole one grape from High V? Like I ate it before I left? You're kidding? No. Listen to me. Stop talking. Okay. So the cartel, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. They're going to uh, send the feds to you, but you can get the heat off if you send me a little money. Do you understand? So I need you to go down to the store and mm. go to get Western Union, and you need to forward me some money, okay? You wire me some cash. You don't have Venmo or something like that? <laughs> okay. Don't you think the cartel has money? Frank, she's not biting. What, what should I do? What? Okay, so let me get this straight. You're part of the cartel, but you think I'm going to take Venmo? You better get down to the store and do the uh, Western Union, okay? Um, okay, but but I hate to tell you this. I also, like, smuggled a strawberry. They were having a really nice sale, and I just didn't want to spend too much money on it. And the strawberries looked so nice and juicy. Hello? Mm. Hello? So, Carrie, very proud to hear that you beat the cartel. <laughs> I did. If anyone needs any tips, I'm offering a seminar uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, I can't believe you were going to leave Hy-Vee with that grape in your system and, and not even pay for it. I and can't a strawberry. And a strawberry. Everyone does it. No, yeah, when they're four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a minute on Marks in the Morning. You can read more about that uh, scam, though. It is a, it's a real thing on our K92.3 app. Back with Nashville News next. Grape Thief. In the morning. I hope you're having a wonderful day. We're uh, well over the halfway point here. It's Friday, Junior. Just one more day to go. Uh, my mom's coming to visit this weekend. Those are kind of our plans. She's coming Saturday afternoon. Uh, Carrie or JP, do you guys have any plans? Carrie, how about you? I'm actually going to be not on The Voice, but I'm going to be one of the uh, audience members on Sunday's 
recording. That's do, super cool. How does that work? I, it, I'm going to be in front of a computer, and then I will be asked to sing my heart out. No. Um, <laughs> imagine me singing. I would never quit the world of radio for my love of singing. Um, but I'm going to be sitting in front of my computer, and they'll be putting me into, like, different screens in the... I did not know this was possible. That's very cool. Yeah, huh. it is very cool. I'll Maybe I'll write a web post about it on Monday. Yeah, The Voice is one of those shows that switched to a virtual audience. There's a few that have. Kelly uh, Clarkson, I've been on her show once. Yeah, oh. virtually? Yeah, virtually. Uh, the Property Brothers were on it. Uh, I was in the front row. I was bopping. Uh, did you see yourself on TV? Yes, I did. I took a screenshot. I took a screen recording because I'm such a big nerd. None of these shows I have ever watched. No. Have you ever <laughs> I know, watched I've heard of them, but I've never watched it. Um, no. They have other stuff. I think they, when like live shows come back, they have like WrestleMania. You can get free. Oh, Johnny like, will be all over that one. Yeah, wrestling has been doing it. But yeah, the... But here's the cool thing is you're going to see the voice taping on Sunday. Yeah. But we're not at the live part yet. We're nowhere near there because the season hasn't started. So you'll know who is judge's turn for who. I wonder if you'll have to sign a confidentiality oh. agreement. Um, I think it's the knockout rounds. I don't know. Already? Well, it's even more revealing. Well, their tape, yeah. Yeah, it is. And I haven't been keeping up with it, too. So <laughs> You be better wild. get on that. <laughs> I thought knockouts I, were live. I, th- I th- No. No, it's it's going to be taped on Sunday afternoon. Wow! I know. So you'll be there virtually. Yeah. Do you know from your past experiences? Obviously, it's a sixty-minute show, but they they're still going to pause for commercial breaks, so they know how mm-hmm. to how the flow goes. Do you know what they do during the breaks? Do you just sit there? Does your screen go off? Do they let you just sit and watch what people are doing on the stage or the judges, or how is that working? They let you just kind of sit there and like watch what's going on, which is super cool. Um, they usually have like a DJ or a hype man. Like I would see you or JP doing this. Well, that'd sort be of a fun thing. job. The person nobody ever sees on TV, but is <laughs> worthless. Noise. Yeah. But you tell jokes, you like do some like crowd work, you get to know everyone, you keep everyone uh, pumped up That'd and energized. so strange doing it virtually with no one actually there. Yeah. It'd be, you'd yeah. get no feedback. It'd be strange. Well, yeah. you would because everyone has to keep their mics on so you can hear like the laughing and the clapping and uh, the aww. And the and feedback you, from people having their mics too loud. And, and then the guy that just says a bad word. <laughs> That'll be Carrie. Yeah. Oh, what's up? You picked her, Kelly? <laughs> so the the judges are there, right? So yes. they're, they're actually, you know, they get tested and they actually go and they sit together and they try to do the show. I think even Car- is Carson Daly back or is he virtual? He was there I, last time I watched. I think he's there. I think he's there too. Uh, if you're not doing, if you're not doing the the blind auditions, then then it's different. But it would be fun to just sit there and see the chairs spin and like. Months before the rest of us get yeah. to see it, I think that's super cool. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, well, tell tell us about it Monday. I will. Unless you're bind or bound by uh, requirement not to say a word. I won't tell the results, obviously, but I'll tell you about my experience. I think it's so fun. I've done a bunch of these shows, both in person and uh, virtual. How do you get involved? There's a website that I can give you. Do they on. just? handpick people then? Uh, it's kind of not like a lottery, but it's like first come first serve. Interesting. Huh. Take one look at my face. They'll put me in the back row. <laughs> You're um, in the nosebleed section. <laughs> I can't see from back here. <laughs> um, I've been to see Jimmy Fallon twice, technically. I went to see a monologue rehearsal. I've seen Seth Meyers three times. In, in person or this virtual person, as well? Wow. Person. This is pre-pandemic. Yeah, pre-pandemic. BC. So you pandemic. should buy lottery tickets if you're getting all these names drawn to go to these shows. All yeah. I'm saying, I've been to The View. I was at The View when Kamala Harris was there. 
Did you go? Uh, have you been to L.A., JP? Did you I have go? not. If you go to L.A., you will be handed tickets to shows. We went and saw two tapings of the old show, Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher. Everybody wanted to go to The Price is Right. They tape in the same studio uh, or same building. And we couldn't go to that, but sure, we got to go to Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher. <laughs> and we got there. and Maybe you can relate to this, Carrie. It's a 30-minute show. They filmed two. Mm-hmm. So we, we they got us our seats. We were sitting there. And here's what happened is Bill came out and did a very short monologue. The applause light, all that. Uh, yes, there was an applause light. Yes, there was a laugh light. The show finished taping, and the hype guy, I don't remember who it was, comes out and says, hey, so we're going to need you guys to uh, take a look at the monitors and laugh a little more enthusiastically oh, no. at the monologue. So they replayed the monologue, which we had just seen 25 minutes earlier, and we had to, <laughs> you know, like, oh, wow. it wasn't that funny to begin with. But That's why you had to do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> so when you watch these shows, not the virtual ones, but the, uh, like a real audience, studio audience show, I'm guessing, and maybe you can confirm this, you've been to so many, they are like, okay, that wasn't enough. We need a little more. Oh, uh, I've never had to like redo something because the laugh or the reactions weren't good. But when I did the virtual Kelly Clarkson show, they said, okay, at the beginning, just in case your connection cuts out, we're going to record you laughing, clapping, reacting oh, to stuff. Interesting. Hmm. So the Jimmy Fallon, though, back to when you were in a <laughs> physical studio audience, he did his monologue, not the yes. rehearsal, but the actual show. And he finishes, and usually they go to a bit or something. They go to something. They didn't come out and tell you to rewatch and laugh a little bit, or did they, did you see somebody off camera like, come on, make more noise? There was like the stage manager or the hype guy who was like, come on, come on, come okay. on, go. I, I always wonder that. You know, you go to a sporting event and they have the things on the big screen, cheer, stop, you know, and the the organ music, but. It's mostly just to keep fans interested. But on those late night shows, you know, can you imagine a comedian going out there and he just bombs, you know, Jimmy Fallon just bombs. Yeah. His, yeah I mean, no, right? They wouldn't let it happen. No, They've but they would probably it. turn up the volume on the, on the laugh in. track. They'd pipe in another crowd. You know, that's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not real? I thought we had a crowd in the basement somewhere. Oh, yeah. That's well, where intern Aaron is. Oh. <laughs> All right. It's Marks in the Morning. We've got tickets to see Lee Bryce. I'm going to give you all the details here and your chance to win. We'll, of course, play the accent game again. And if new country, it is uh, it's Friday, Junior. That means Lee Bryce tickets, your chance to win tickets to see Lee Bryce live in concert early next month. You're one of them girls that ain't trying to meet nobody. You're just here for the... Lee Bryce will be at the Five Flags Center. How awesome is that? He's going to be there March 13th. Before we get to that, you just heard Russell Dickerson, Love You Like I Used To. He just set a record. Well, he actually tied a record. 21 weeks inside the top 10 on Billboard's country airplay charts. 21 weeks. No, not number one for 21 weeks, but still number one through 10. And that ties with the 1999 country hit Amazed from Lone Star. How crazy is that? You want to go way back. So Lee could, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Russell could beat that next week. All right, so Lee Bryce, Five Flags Center. We're going to do uh, the game that we played before here on the show. Uh, the There's a song from Lee Bryce. It's called That Don't Sound Like You. And so as a kind of takeoff on that, we're doing the accent game where we have to read Lee Bryce a- uh, lyrics in a different accent. So your chance to go see. Memory, Lee Bryce. 
All you need to do is get this right, this being the accent. But before we get to, it's my turn, isn't it? I'm doing it with Yes. yes. Oh, I'm Thankfully, it's not me or Carrie. Oh, man. Someone called in and said I sounded like a Muppet. <laughs> That's right, they did. Before we get to my uh, version for No Marbles, just an in-studio game, uh, JP, why don't you go ahead? And we'll play the accent game ourselves. Oh, you're here. still going to make me do it. I'm still going to make you do it. You don't have to sing, but you got the lyrics there. So, JP. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so excited. JP pulled something. Oh. <laughs> you always get the well, best. Before one. I had sitting on the toilet, I this know. one. And somebody got it. It took a while, but somebody got it. That's what, <laughs> that's what happens all right, sometimes. All right. All right. I'm good, ready. Good point. All right. Well, let's hear it. <clears throat> and you're one of them girls that ain't trying to meet <laughs> nobody. Valley Girl. Yes. <laughs> I should have just let you go for another five minutes. <laughs> That's uh, that was a fun, fun one. That was good. Yeah. Right, Carrie, you you want to give it a whirl? Yeah. Carrie oh back, my gosh, grabbing, I'm so uh, we excited. Have, we have a box, a small box that's full of accents. If like for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, it's not that. Okay, I understand what it is. I right. misread it. All right, so Carrie's going to grab some lyrics here. Yeah. A Muppet. Is it a Muppet? No, oh. it's actually <laughs> You were a pirate last week, correct? Yeah, yeah. I always get the really tough Muppet, ones. pirate. Yeah, they're close. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I don't dance. <laughs> Shakespeare? Espion? Yeah. Uh, Is it? No. Well, you said you said three words and we got it. <laughs> well, she did, was doing the thing with her hands, yeah. like, to be or not to <laughs> be. Holding a skull, yeah. I was trying to get into character. You did a good job. 833-4985 if you want to hit me those lyrics there, Carrie Mack. This is the best we've ever done in this yeah. game. Let's see if we can go three for three. Now, if we do, these two aren't going to guess. You are. Uh, I'm going to show them the accent that I just pulled, just so they can see it. There you go. <laughs> okay. So you guys are not allowed to chime in. Let's see. I've been told to take line number two. Hi. Good morning. Who's this? Tina Wayne. Okay. Tina? Is that what that? Tina. Gina. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Gina. Where are you? Yeah. Uh, where are you calling from? Owain. From Owain. Okay. So, are you ready to play? I'm going to. Uh, I just pulled the accent. These two have seen it. I've seen it. I'm going to read you the lyrics in this accent. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Which song should I pick? Uh, let's do Rumor. There's a rumor going round about me and you stirring up <laughs> our little town. Gina, do you have a guess? You want to put me out of my misery here? Are you there? Yeah. Okay. What's your guess? <laughs> she sounds so excited to hear your voice. <laughs> I know. Okay. I'm going to let her go because I don't think she's all there. Uh, 833-4985. I'm, I'm sorry, Gina. You got to I think it was speak. Tina. Oh, Tina. Maybe she's mad because you got her name <laughs> in <incorrect>. there. <laughs> I'm really sorry about them. Sorry, Tina. 833-4985. Let's go to, give me a number, guys, between one and five. Four. Hi. Good morning. Who's this? Casey. All right. What's your name? I'm sorry. Casey. Casey. I want to get it right. Apparently, I gave it Gina <laughs> Tina Mismith. Casey, where are you calling from? Cedar Falls. Okay. Cedar Falls. Here we go. I'm going to continue on my way. Tell me if you get this accent. <clears throat> Somebody give me my oil can. I don't dance, but I hear I am spinning you <laughs> round and round. Oh, jeez. 
Is it a robot? It is a robot. Kind of like our last caller. It's a robot. Nice job. Johnny, don't be mean to our wonderful listeners. Casey's benefit, though. It's I was so excited that we would actually go three for three and not have to go to the next call. Well, right? you can't get too excited because you're a robot. You can't no. show emotions. That is not true. <laughs> I have feelings. Casey, congratulations. You're going to go see Lee Bryce next month, all right? Thank you. Yeah. Woo. What are you up to now? Are you going to work? I just got out of class. Oh, where, uh, are you in college or what, what class? Uh, yeah, I'm in college at UNI. Ooh, was it a robotics <laughs> class? Because that'd be too perfect. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I'm guessing not. Eh? No. <laughs> Casey, Casey, do you have an oil can for me? An oil can? Yeah. Well, I'm a robot, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I'll have to pick that up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> good answer. Oh, uh, I like her. We'll get your info in just a sec, all right? Casey, hang on perfect. for me. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back in just a moment on Mark's in the morning. On K92.3, at least one every hour, and then uh, right at noon, it is the requests and rewinds to start off your uh, lunch hour. All you need to do if you want to get in on that is drop us a message, tap the message button on the K92.3 app, and uh, you can just tell us what song you want. Jess will play it for you right at noon. But more throwbacks all throughout the day. So my father-in-law is off. He's on an airplane. He is heading to South Carolina. He is flying solo. He actually asked my wife to go. He's going to see his niece retire from the Air Force. Wow. In Charleston, South Carolina. It's a very... A nephew, not niece. Did I say niece? Yeah. Um, he has. It's his nephew that's retiring. Uh, and I guess his niece-in-law. What would that be when you're married? <laughs> niece-in-law? What do you call it when you get married, uh, you know, when your nephew gets married? What do you call the... Uh, It'd be wife? a... Cousin, niece, niece, no, no, a cousin. Uh, I know that. Oof, I don't know. I just know, like, just say relative. Yeah, relative. that's a, exactly. Thank well, you, JB. He's going to see his relatives. He's congr- going to go congratulate him, and it's. Uh, he's really excited because he gets to be on a ship tomorrow during the ceremony. I believe it's tomorrow. It's either tomorrow or Saturday, but he gets to be on a ship and he gets to see his sisters, uh, who he almost never gets to see. Uh, I, and I, he's, so he has, I think, two brothers and two sisters. You think? Well, and I know, <laughs> but he was the only one invited. Oh, the sister, the other sister was it was one of the sister's kids, the nephew, uh, who's who's uh, graduating or leaving the program. But he was the only one invited of the brothers. So he's really excited. But he texted my wife when he got down to Cedar Rapids. He's flying out of Cedar Rapids to Chicago, then out to uh, South Carolina. He texted my wife. This is how he talks. My wife says, "Let me know when you get there." Because, you know, it's about a two-hour drive from where they are. They're north of Old Wine. And uh, he says, at gate with banana. <laughs> 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 so he's ready to fly at gate with banana. Well, I hope he also have has tickets in hand <laughs> and not just a banana. No tickets, just banana. <laughs> I hope the weather cooperates, too. I know they were getting the brunt of yeah. that storm, like 40s, 50-degree highs. So it's supposed to be 65 there today. Oh, all right. Oh. And then it's going to go down to 51 Ooh. on Saturday, and then it's going to rain on Sunday. And he's leaving Monday morning, so he'll be there for all that. So it's going to go from woo down. Especially I, if you're out on a ship, too. I'm guessing that wind is going to be kind of rough. I would assume so, and I think the ship will be... The whole like the coolest part of the experience. So I hope he can enjoy it. I hope it's not. Yeah. You know, I hope it's not overwhelmingly cold. I mean, uh, what a great experience. So he's excited. My wife was invited to go, and I kept telling her, "Go, go, go." She's so worried about COVID and all that. Mm-hmm. I said, "There's a once in a lifetime. Literally, you're 
only cousin, this would be her cousin, that's, uh, you know, leaving this huge, prestigious village government thing. It's not You're not going to have more family doing this. You'll never get another invite because her mom didn't want to go. So he uh, and his dad wanted to bring somebody and offered any of his daughters, three daughters, and nobody wanted to go. Do you, do you know how many years he was in the Air Force? I don't know all the details. Uh, I'd love to know, and I'll, I'll ask uh, Tom, her dad. Maybe I'll text him later and ask. Uh, I, but he was put. He was like, I, I don't remember his rank exactly, and I don't know that they remembered exactly what his rank was because every <laughs> time I heard the story, he was something else. He was a captain. He was a whatever. You- your father-in-law will write back, 18 years, I still have a banana. <laughs> <laughs> banana was good. <laughs> anyway. Sufficient. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I hope he takes lots of photos. He's got a really crappy old iPhone, but I hope he takes lots of photos. And um, I, hope, I wish my wife should have gone. I really think she would have enjoyed herself, but she was too nervous about flying. She wanted to drive, and he's like, I'm not driving across the country. I want to get on an airplane. So I uh, hope it goes well. All right. We'll be back on Marks in the Morning here in just a little bit. I've got one more Nashville News Minute for you before we wrap things up. I've also got music on the way from uh, Luke Bryan and some guy named Blake Shelton. I don't know if you've heard of this guy before. I think he might be famous. We'll get to that song. Coming up next, it's uh, 